welcome to the Save with Sex podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan L., pleasure scholar and creative mother of the Muses Lab. Together, we journey through sex, pleasure, and the erotic as it relates to our relationships, spirit, self, and our overall human experience. I'm elated to be your guide on this adventure. So grab your tools of pleasure, ground, and let's go. I'm my way back and I, I don't know. I I know. I know it's kind of like full. No, we're in the new moon. Look at me. I'm like full moon. No, new. Oh, it's not full moon? It's new moon. It's new moon in Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So what's the eclipse? Solar eclipse. So, right. Okay. <laughs> Bet. Solar. All right. Because I definitely thought it was full moon, child. <laughs> new moon. New moon. And my body is like... So you just not going to nap today? <laughs> like at all? You just, you're not going to like lay down at least? You know I mean? You don't got to close your eyes, but like lay down? You just not going to lay down? You just going to act like, you know, it's a regular ass day? Like, but you aren't yet yeah, off. Like, hello, vacation day. I just been rip, ripping and ripping running. Ripping and running. <laughs> <laughs> ripping and running. <laughs> what I've been doing. Like that. That's that's what I've been doing. So I know on my way back, I was like, oh, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, you know what? We should just talk because normally, see, this is like me secretly recording our DM conversations because (laughs) (laughs) sharing it with the public because our DM conversations be so involved and don't nobody be knowing until I be like, you know what? I was talking to my boo, Miss Miss Shady McGrady, and this is what we was discussing <laughs> in the DM. <laughs> so, who is the voice? The voice to the name? Yes, yes. So I was like, let me just record our little. Well, don't be little because we be talking about some real. I was going to say, <laughs> little what? You know, <laughs> like it's... ten episodes now. I mean, we really could have, like, if I could just snatch the the audio from the year and a half of DM conversations, I would never have to record a podcast episode for, like, another year and a half because <laughs> the, level, <laughs> the level, <laughs> the iterations of content that is there is just, it's breadth and depth. It's there. It's cohesive. I try my uh, honor and a privilege for sure. Yes, and I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> not not the praise hands. Yeah, <laughs> I made it. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I try my love. <laughs> Adi bobo, Adi bobo. <laughs> oh man, so what? Okay. I'm glad you explained the song choice for the kink, like what would be the song that would represent the kink lifestyle because I'm every time someone posts something, I'm I'd like mentally visualize it in my head or like I listen for like what that would sound like, right? Mm-hmm. So when you put posted wild thoughts, I was like, let me run these lyrics back. <laughs> I'm trying to like <laughs> I'm like coming through the lyrics and I'm like, mm. I'm like, okay, 
maybe it's a vibe. Maybe it's just the wild thoughts. Maybe it's the 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 chorus. I'm like, okay, I cool, you know. Maybe it's a vibe. Like I, it wasn't clicking for me until <laughs> it, it was not clicking for me. But I was like, okay, friend, we gonna put it. Have, have you heard of the song before? I have. That's why I was running it back in my head. And I was like, did I miss something in the lyrics? Because, you know, sometimes, particularly when it's like a popular song, so anything that's like DJ Khaled or Rihanna, yeah. they don't run it on the radio until it's like... Dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like carcass. It's, it's no pieces. It's no pieces left. They come run it into the ground. So, but because it's such a popular song, all I could capture or recall in my mind is the course <laughs> and then that little clip with dj Khaled is like and another one and it's like boom boom <laughs> so they loop <laughs> i'm like i'm trying to run the chorus back in my head i'm like it's your lyrics i'm missing and it just was not clicking for me and then when you explained it i was like oh, okay yeah, because like, cause I had the, the chorus. I had the chorus. I haven't heard the song in a while. Um, I have it. it was, it's a song that I enjoy. It's just I haven't listened to it in a while. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I remember the chorus. It's wow, wow, wow. Like, it's like that type of <laughs> chorus. Mm -hmm. And like, I know what she's saying in the song. And like, I was like, that's the first one. Because like, people be thinking of some wild shit in like the kick and BDSM world. <laughs> and so I was like, perfect. <laughs> that's exactly how I want to describe will be going on in people's minds <laughs> and then it, then i was like you know what you write because some of the some of the different type of levels of kink that people experience or if you start to go deep into like kink bdsm you're like oh i didn't even know that was a thing oh yeah wow. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna opt out of that but i you know i fucks with it like i fucks with you mm -hmm. and it's cool that you fuck with it but I don't. But mm -hmm. I love with you though. Like, cool. So yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I you know, sometimes I'll be like, damn, when the joke don't land. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I gotta explain it. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's just come party next time. Let's try. <laughs> Cause you know, sometimes I'll be there, but in that moment I was like, wow, thoughts. I was like, no, I didn't lose my friends. <laughs> I was like, why is it not clicking? But then I just be blaming everything on this new moon because my brain is just like, like I'm even though I'm off today, I was in a meeting and I know they were like, is she paying attention? <laughs> because I look like I was here, there, and everywhere. Like mm -hmm. I know my eyes was looking glossy. I think I dozed off a couple times and we on Come a on. Zoom call. <laughs> We had a Zoom call, so I know my eyes blinked a little harder than it needed to blink. So I can't turn my camera off because it's like a client call. So I know my brain is like, bitch, can you just please relax? <laughs> please. Like, when does Sad. it end? Lay down. <laughs> Girl, lay down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sit your ass down somewhere is what the new moon is telling us. <laughs> please hey, you got scorpio placements right i do i do have scorpio placements so 
everything is illuminated for me at this time because I feel like even though I'm a Leo, I celebrate from Leo season to Sag season because I have all of those placements in my chart. Okay. So I, I just be celebrating. I be celebrating with everybody. I mean, I have a Libra stellium, so. I just, mm. I celebrate with everybody. I'm a Sag rising, so I really be showing out during Sag season. Like, it's my birthday. It's not. But because I'm a Sag <laughs> rising, <laughs> I be celebrating like it's my season. And it's not. I just go extra hard during Leo season because I'm a Leo son. So, mm. and that's when the dramatic aspect of myself emerges during Leo season. But everything else, I just be quietly like, yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the party too. <laughs> I, I got these placements. See, who them girl in the back of the room? <laughs> <laughs> Moving me. That's interesting. I only have um, it's it's Mars in the second house, and like since I'm 25, I'm in my second house perfection year. So like, we you know mm. we in it. You know we in it. Mm. <laughs> Such an insurrection. Good mm. times. <laughs> I'm like, mm. you and Mars and Scorpio. Ooh, yeah, it's you know, it's interesting. <laughs> Blowing shit up, huh? You know, I'm not blowing up. No, I can't afford it right now. <laughs> I'm at that point where I can't afford to blow shit up. Because <laughs> mm. every time I come across somebody, they'd be like, "Yeah, I got Mars and Scorpio." I'm like, "You just be blowing shit up." Not just not even thinking, just be blowing shit up, huh? No, yeah, you do, cause that's all that is. This this is just a constant state of rebirth and reconfiguration and retransformation. And mm, I don't like the way this is going. Blow up, like what? What do you what? <laughs> you know, and that's funny, cause I'm like literally in a situation right now that I'm like, niggas gotta, gotta be blow that up. Shit up. <laughs> dynamite listen like it like the like the call happened yesterday and i had therapy today and i'm like on edge <laughs> like i don't went from being like perplexed and shocked and confused to like i'm hype i'm mad i'm like mm -hmm. oh but just think i'm gullible <laughs> mm -hmm. got that dynamite ready i've been having a lot of feelings <laughs> mm -hmm. i'm trying to take my time to move through it and like get to a point where I can like sort of level-headedly make some decisions mm -hmm. um but literally just like a couple hours ago <laughs> yeah. was in yeah. therapy like wow wow that's crazy <laughs> like, wow. I do be blowing shit up I ain't even realized that see the call out <laughs> The call is coming from inside the house. Pick up. Pick up. The Pick ringing. Up. The ringing is through the walls, my friend. It's off the hook. Ring, ring. Hello. Come on. So what I like to do, especially when someone is like into tarot and you're into tarot. So anytime I come across someone who's Mars and Scorpio, I just refer them to the Five of Cups. Mm. That's the Mars and Scorpio is the what I like to call the astrological companion of the Five of Cups. So whenever you need to recenter yourself, Five of Cups. 
Yeah. Ooh, child. Get your life together, cause you know I'm trying. I've been like paying attention to the signs, so I'm like, you know, I take it day by day and I see mm-hmm. what's happening, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like, what I want to bet up. over and over in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> this the corner I want to blow up. This corner right here. <laughs> right, right there. It's let gonna me, be targeted. <laughs> Bullseye. Let me mark that right now. And it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. You know what? Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, it is because well, we all know Scorpio is this transformational sign, right? Yeah. But I'm, I'm also looking to the evolution of Scorpio, right? Because mm-hmm. the different um archetypes of the scorpios the scorpion which is the most unevolved aspect of scorpio because you mm. know sting right sting you kill you poison right most unevolved yeah. aspect. so you got the scorpion then you have the eagle then you have the phoenix so i'm looking at the phoenix aspect which i feel like mars and scorpio is the phoenix aspect if you could wrangle yourself. <laughs> so if you could wrangle yourself as a Mars and Scorpio, you can constantly be a Phoenix because particularly when you're thinking about five of cups, you're thinking about, yay. <laughs> so like with the five of cups, you're thinking about like, it's disappointment, right? But how disappointed could you be when you have things left over that you can take and, and kind of rise from the ashes and rebuild yourself again? Like you can always start from scratch because when you think about the phoenix, if they die and then they rebirth themselves, they're re- literally always starting from scratch. But they're starting from scratch with the lessons that they've learned from when they unalived themselves the first time. So when you think about it in terms of that, it doesn't have to be such a visceral placement or like a visceral energy. It can be this transformative energy that just allows you to be like, oh, I might unalive this part, but I see these things right here that I could take with me. So I'm just, as I rebirth myself, I'm just going to add this to the pack or whatever files or nutrients or whatever I have and I just bring it with me. So I think that's what I'm looking at as far as this solar eclipse, new moon type of energy. Like how can I become more like the Phoenix and less like the Scorpion or maybe utilizing the Scorpion when I need to? Because sometimes you just got to sting a motherfucker because people be playing. Say that again. People be playing. People be playing. <laughs> People be playing. They be playing. They be playing with everything else except their privates. And I tell, don't play with your privates. Do not play with me. <laughs> There's so many things okay. you play with. Play with your privates. Don't play with me. So sometimes you just gotta sting a motherfucker and remind them. You see them privates. You should play with those, and yeah. not me. Okay. <laughs> Self-love is the best love. (laughs) It is because those things, your privates belong to you. I don't belong to you. So you could go play with your privates anytime you want. It's there for your use. I am not there for your use. Don't play with me. Right. This is not Toys R Us. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And there it is. 
and there we have it yeah Oof. it's wild though because it's like you sort of sit and you like think like damn it was like that this entire time and then, you know for me i've been sort of like just processing even though like i'm mad <laughs> i'm in the point where i'm like i'm upset it's mm-hmm. also like a point for me to reflect on like the type of people that I find myself interested in mm. and like what's the common thread for the because it's not that many people like and it's not on some like I'm that bitch or whatever but like it's some a lot of times like it tends to be where it's like I'll I'll deal with people and it's like oh we'll see you right. know and it's like or people will be like interested in me heavily interested in me and I'm like I don't really know but like let's let's just sort of see but like when I'm like interested in the person Mm-hmm. it's not that many people and then it's like they ain't shit it's like okay <laughs> well <laughs> how do we build the trust or the lack of trust that I have in myself to be interested in people who are interested in me and can be like reciprocal and like trustworthy and all of that because it's we're in the trenches and like I'm tired of climbing out the mud like was <laughs> mm. mm. World War One? Mm. or two I can't remember which one had the trenches I think it might have been two but I can't be there mm. that, you know what that brings me to this the, the tweet I've been seeing this tweet maybe they're because you know how people copy and paste tweets and they repost mm-hmm. them or whatever but everyone's been asking like how do you make friends if you're 25 and up like how do you make friends and I I, I want to respond to that because I have a group of friends we have been friends for for 30 plus years right i'm old yeah i'm 41 so <laughs> we've been friends we've been friends since like first grade like we went to grammar school together we went to high school together for a certain period of time so i have that group of friends and i have my college group of friends i'm actually coming to, coming upon my 20 year next year i and that's like blowing my mind that i have been out of college for 20 years jesus christ but <laughs> coming across coming upon that (laughs) so i have that group the so i have the 30-year group the 20-year group and then i have a 10-year group so the 10-year group is like late 20s early 30s who i have been friends with for such a long time and i've been trying to like recall like how did we become friends and i think we just this was like during my club days when I used to be in New York all the time and I used to be the party girl or I used to go to like, net. this is like when networking events. So I say like late 2000s going into the 2010s, that's when like networking events in New York were like really popping. Like everybody was doing like an after work event because everyone had their little cute corporate jobs and all that other stuff. So there were like after work events and all other stuff like heavy here in like New York, New Jersey area. So I used to be, because I worked in Manhattan, so I used to be at all the after work events because I was just trying to build my network and branch out and develop. I think that was at the time when I was like, you know, my friends are cool, but I want to have another group of friends. Like I want to develop some new friends and really expand my my friend group. And I think at that time, we all just met each other at these networking events. And then we was like, hey, we cool. We talk. And then we was just friends. Like there was no process Mm -hmm. 
of like, you know, we hang out every now and again and we just kind of build. We was just friends. Like we just met each other and then we were friends. And then a lot of people who I ended up being friends with in real life, I met them on Twitter. And so this, this was like pre-Instagram days when it was just Facebook and Twitter. And I used to be on Twitter heavy under a different mm-hmm. But I used to be on Twitter heavy. And I think then, which was like unheard of, I had like a thousand followers on Twitter in like 2009. That's like unheard of at this, at that time. Come on. Now, <laughs> now boss, bitch. that was like really, I was like literally an influencer. And this was, this was like, as influence culture was starting to become a thing, I was like an influencer in like 2009. And I, I didn't know what to do with that shit. If I know what I know now, and I I probably in a different be in a different space in my life. But a lot of people were like my Twitter friends, and we were all like, "Oh, you in New York? Yeah, I'm in New York. I work in the city. Oh, blah blah blah. Let's hang out here." And we just hung out and became friends. It wasn't no process or no steps. We just hung out and we were just friends. Like that was it. Like we met each other. We had things in common. We was friends. <laughs> yeah. So trying to ask someone, like, how do you make friends if you're 25 and over? I think you just connect with people who make sense. <laughs> that's that's a, that sentence made was just so funny to me. I, <laughs> to you. <laughs> you connect with people who make sense. Like, if they got to make sense, like y'all have to be in alignment. And before we talked about being in alignment and all this other high vibrational, we didn't talk about all that shit back <laughs> that's then. Right, that's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> we didn't because really, we was just hanging out. And you could tell in your conversation with people if y'all was on the same page. And I think there's just a different, with older millennials, there's just a different level of discernment that we have with people. Mm, yeah where we could suss out very quickly if we were going to be on the same page or you know now on social media you could just kind of watch people see how they move and you'd be like nah let me block this motherfucker down because they Mm -hmm. they moving weird so (laughs) you could you could just kind of suss out or also because in that older millennials our group was big yet very small so we all just kind of knew each other so there was just kind of like three degrees of separation between you and somebody else who was like black and professional because the black Mm -hmm. professionals in manhattan are big but really small everybody kind of knows one another so you can always figure out who was on the up and up and i think we just use those tactics of you know asking questions finding out who you know where do you work oh i know somebody that works at this place or i work at know somebody that works at goldman sachs because you had a lot of black professionals working at goldman sachs i know people that work at goldman sachs i know people that work at jp morgan chase like those were the type Mm -hmm. of people who i was coming in contact with so you would just ask questions but really it was just you have conversation y'all vibed and then y'all was just friends and that's literally like my 10-year group that's literally how we became friends oh you right i write too oh, okay let's meet up and that was it then we, mm-hmm. was, we was besties <laughs> yeah yeah i um i was trying that's why i kept looking away because i was trying to I, I feel like i uh, um bookmarked this thing on twitter i'd be bookmarking a lot of random shit same i mean like they'd be like it'd be like political stuff it would be like <laughs> whole shit it'd be like 
songs yeah. <laughs> like yeah. stuff that I feel like I need to come back to um mm-hmm. I cannot find it right now but I remember one thing that I was thinking about um is it's a tweet I, and I saved it I just can't remember where it is but it's um it says something about <clears throat> the prevalence of what do they call it like not third party areas but like one of okay when I was watching Moesha on Netflix when all the shows like kind of coming back and we were collectively were rewatching it <laughs> from different mm-hmm. places in our lives mm-hmm. one of the things that I remember I felt I would feel like uh like very jealous of was the fact that like there was always a designated hangout for people and I think that because those things aren't Mm. they got complicated of course with the pandemic but I also think that um some of those like some of that connection building got replaced with then like social media right like mm. shit gets confused mm-hmm. and like it becomes more difficult to distinguish like how people are if you can't I I'm like a lot of my friends I met through school um and it's one of those places for me where it's like I see you every day almost every day I know your mannerisms. I can tell when you're having a bad day. Like, I don't I don't even have to be, I don't have to date you. I don't have to be in a relationship with you to know your ebbs and flows because we're sharing this space together consistently. Exactly. So I can pick up on like, oh, like there have been people who have said like some wild shit to me. And before they did, I was like, I'm not a huge fan of that person. And then they would do some bullshit. <laughs> so it's like, you get to, when you have like those sort of third party spaces where it's like, it's not their place, it's not your place, but it's like somewhere else, especially if it's like, and not just work. Cause like sometimes like having friendships with your coworkers could be weird, yeah. but like a library space, a bookstore space, a coffee shop, like yeah. those types of places where like people can just relax after a day and mm-hmm. they come back to it often. Um, I think that because we don't necessarily like have we don't have like the same culture around it I feel like as it was in you know earlier early on um and so I think that that creates like a different type of interesting dynamic when it comes to like making friends and like picking out like who are good people to be friends with yeah um but I also think that too like with social media so much is um fake so like people play the role like people perform um in different ways now than they might have been before so it's like damn you a good ass actor like <laughs> you don't know what to do with that because it's like damn you good at your craft I can't <laughs> I can't knock you I can't yeah. knock you um so yeah I think that's like another thing too it's like you have like and and it's complicated because we're still in the pandemic and mm-hmm. like you know everybody don't want to wear their masks uh, <laughs> and um Mm. that's complicated um mm-hmm. and so you really have to like go outside like you really have yeah. to like make yourself go to like certain things Ooh. in order to find friends and like that can cause like a different challenge because everybody has different traumas and anxieties around social activity yeah that that's a whole thing so yeah. it's like it's layers <laughs> it <laughs> in is. between people being friends it is it is layers it may and that made me think about like even what connecting with my friends we knew so there would be after work parties or a networking party more so after work parties so there would be after work parties at the same spot on the same day every fucking week so we would Mm -hmm. just all text each other we would have a group text or 
really back then it was BBM. So we would have a BBM group chat. So everybody would be in the BBM group chat and then we would be like, hey, are y'all going to blah, blah, blah. And then I was friends with a whole bunch of promoters and I used to be a door girl. So I was a door girl and I was friends mm -hmm. with promoters and I'm friends with DJs. So I used to be in like the after work club scene, party scene like heavy because that was kind of like the 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 groups that I, I, I ran in those circles. So yeah. have those those group chats and we all knew that we was going to meet at this is a club. It used to be called Katra, but I don't know what the hell it is now because they <laughs> through clubs and names and shit in, in New York City like like draws. Justification. And not even justification, it. just it may not be making no money or they might not be mm. trying to pay no money. Then they shut it down for insurance purposes and then they come back, rebuild it and name it some other shit. But it'd be owned mm. by the same people. It's like panties. Like, oh, these panties are like two whatever. So I don't want to wash them. So I'm just going to toss them and then I'm going to come back with new panties. Like, that's just... <laughs> That's how they be moving with clubs and lounges and stuff in, in the city. So yeah. it was this spot called Katra. We used to go to Katra on Thursday. So it would be like four different type of after work events that we used to do on Thursday, Katra, and then like a couple other spots. And they would all be from like five to like 11. So we would go hopping, like club hopping or like lounge hopping to the different spots or we would decide like no i'm not gonna go hop i'm gonna just be here i'm gonna be here for a couple hours but you knew you was gonna see the same people at the same time at the same place so even if you didn't know names you recognize faces because you seeing yeah. the same people support the same promoters at the same event yeah. every week at the same time so to your point when you do have like a shared communal space whether it's a library a cafe or it's a, a after work event a networking event when you have that you can start to build relationships that way because now you're seeing these people all the time and now you know what they what they like to drink or you know what they like to eat mm -hmm. Well, as they're coming in, you know, so and so gonna be hungry. So let me get some hors d'oeuvres at the table. Or get yeah, what's what's their the usual? Who, right. who are the regulars? Who just came out of town? Exactly. Like you can pick up on that shit. <laughs> exactly, because it's it's consistency, and I I agree. We do lack that. We do lack the consistency, and the pandemic doesn't make it hard. I was talking to my mom about that the other day. I was like, I want a date, but then that means I gotta go outside, and niggas ain't wearing any masks. <laughs> I'm at I'm at like a crossroad here because I want to meet people and these dating apps are trash. So I want to meet people. I want to go out, but everyone is not practicing safety, and that gives you more anxiety because I mean I and I had COVID. It it took three years, but I had I caught COVID and not to my own. I was exposed. Like I didn't put myself in the line to receive COVID. Someone exposed me. And that shit took a toll on my body. Like I didn't even tell people. Like I lost some mobility in my hand, in mm. my my dominant hand. And I just got my mobility back like last month. And I caught COVID end of June, so mm. I went almost three months with like limited mobility in my hand. So you know things like that make me extra cautious. So I mean I could see a guy that I that I might be interested in, but if I'm seeing your whole face, that lets me know you don't even wear no mask, my nigga. Like, how, yeah. Then you know you you don't care about 
me because I mean I feel like at this juncture everyone who's caught COVID is immune immunocompromised at this at this point. Yeah. So and I'm I'm immunocom I'm not disabled but I'm immunocompromised because COVID fucks with your immune system. So mm -hmm. I'm immunocompromised. You don't really give a shit about yourself. You definitely don't care about me because you're walking around here raw dog in the air with no mask on. <laughs> you know and, and showing your face. Showing your face. <laughs> showing your face. Like my nigga just send me a picture, send me an Instagram so I can see what you look like. Like you just out here raw dog in the air. You you in a little super spreader spreader incel in a little group throwing your hands up, popping bottles and shit. Like I'm I'm worried about my safety. You know what I mean? So yeah, and it's and it's also too like there's there's as someone who I went to an event yesterday and mm -hmm. like I started out with my mask on and like I didn't I took it off and I kept it off and I like I usually if I'm around people like I usually right. will, like keep it on but for some reason it was like the peer pressure which it wasn't like peer pressure from them it was like damn like do I am I the... so it's like it's also there's that too and like we have to be honest about what that means in terms of like building relationships with people because if you're not willing so just go ahead and do the thing that you know you need to do mm -hmm. <laughs> in order to keep yourself safe right. and then also communicates different things. And I also think that that sort of speaks to like what people look for and mm -hmm. friends. Right. Um, I think that like a lot of people, well, not a lot, I don't know everybody, but I feel like some people, especially with like social media has made it easier where mm -hmm. people will sort of like befriend people based on like very surface shit, yeah. like. Like nothing about like, are you a genuine and kind person? Like, mm -hmm. are you like decently responsible? Cause you know, we got our wild cards in our groups and like yeah. they keep the party fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, if it gets to a point where like people are, aren't dependable or mm -hmm. people are manipulative mm -hmm. or, you know, we, we have to be clear about like what, what a good friendship means to us yeah and what those things like what what are the requirements for those things to 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 be to be a, a friendship um and we have to be as someone with bad boundary child we have to be <laughs> we us <laughs> as a collective <laughs> unit <laughs> no we like we have to get better about boundaries and like being clear about like what is and isn't acceptable yeah um and i have been caught up way too many times and like and accepting shit that i knew mm. was like this <laughs> this is low vibration <laughs> but no like this is like not at all like if my act like my friend friends were to do that shit to me we would be scrapping it's like and and just sort of noticing the moments where i don't have that monologue with myself mm. and like what does that mean and where does that come from so like there's it's like people we have to do all of the work, not yeah. just like, and we can't do all of it in our lifetime. There's always shit to work on, but we're like, we have to get comfortable yeah. doing that type of like deep digging. Yeah. Otherwise we're just going to continue to go in the same loop. And like, if you want to do donuts, that's fine. But <laughs> that's up to you. I get dizzy. So <laughs> I need to sit down Hello. and reassess mm -hmm. and get my wheel straight. I've been learning how to drive. That's why these driving analysis is coming up right now. You know what? Driving is, is I'm going to get to that in a second. But to your point, I feel like social media, because all of these things that you named 
have always been prevalent, but I feel yeah. like social media has become the mirror to kind of amplify all of these things that have been happening behind the scenes. Yeah. And it gives, it's giving people a platform to show their ass, but then for also to get called out on showing their ass. Because it, it was a challenge to do that back in the day because now you, ju you just had the rumor mill back in the day. Now mm -hmm. it's not a rumor mill anymore. Now it's this of uh, this you. <laughs> or, or it is, and it's difficult to differentiate between the two. Because I feel like it's it gets, like, people, this Photoshop child, the, the girlies who are good at it. Oh, wow. <laughs> because people really do be photoshopping stuff they and do. it looks real. So they like do. it also, I think that it allows you like that blurring of the lines between what is truth mm -hmm. and what is fiction. Yeah. Um, and a lot of us just get caught in the crosshairs of it. Yeah. I Especially you. all these scams popping up, child. It's oh like, my god. I don't know y'all. Why y'all following me? Like <laughs> it's like scam. And you know, you just got to, and you know it's something off. So you just, I just remove and block. I have blocked so many people. I just remove, or I won't block. I do like a, a nice remove follower because mm -hmm. why are you creeping? Like, don't creep on, I am the voyeur. Do not creep on me. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not giving you permission to, to, to voyeur me at all. Like, block. I'm not doing that. Oh, no. Mm -hmm yeah it's like i see you like this is not like she don't even know me like why would she send me a fruit like <laughs> she's never met me before she has a hundred thousand followers she's not gonna send me one Hello? nigga <laughs> personal friend request unless she already knows me I'm looking, and i'm looking like because i'll get like really excited because i'm like oh they maybe they i'll comment on something and they reply to my comment i'll be like oh they're fine this bitch ain't following me. Remove block. She ain't not following me. Now you know what's like real followers. What's real interesting is that I was so I low key being like some of the DMV like Kudu virtual spaces and stuff like that. And like they usually have one um either no no not I think like usually like right after like mm -hmm. the new year or whatever. And like one of the cars that got pulled, or it was something around like uh this year is given very like a nancy like very trickster mm. energy so i was like oh yeah all these scams yeah <laughs> it's, that makes sense yeah that that was like one of the cards or one of the energy you know things to talk about for like the for the year and i was like yeah this tracks, <laughs> this tracks i mean sure. from the top of the year to I mean, it, I mean, down to people stealing other people's content and creating books. Ooh, who doing that? <laughs> who not writing a book? That's another thing too. Like the the age of the ghostwriter. Come on out. I want to hear from you. <laughs> you know, you know what it is, and and I, this is me speaking from a ghostwriter perspective because I used to be a ghostwriter for a very prominent um, figure in relationship relationship guru land oh, no. i was i Were was light skin? no oh okay because you know they typically be light skin <laughs> no this, this person not light skin and they're very they're very vocal in the community and women love this person um but i <laughs> was their ghostwriter for a minute and a lot of people don't particularly need like 
this person didn't need a ghostwriter. They could have wrote their books themselves. But when you out here trying to do 50, 11 different things and you kind of hustling romance or whatever, you mm. need someone to come in and clean up your work, right? So ghostwriting can happen two ways. Like with this particular person, they pretty much talked their, their books each chapter. And then I transcribed. Okay. And you bring in an editor and all that other stuff. But then there's an element where you got to organize and structure certain things. Mm -hmm. So I would help and do the organi organization and the structure. And then there's the person that is consulting and they say, this is what I want to write about. This is what I want to talk about. These are points I want to cover. Go off and be great. Right? Mm -hmm. So I've done both. And it, it's not that that person doesn't know what they want to say some people just aren't writers like that's just really not their skill set <laughs> not the pen game weak that's wild the pen game is weak some people are very great at verbally expressing and conveying their thoughts but mm. we know books are not utilized as tools of cataloging anymore for the how-to life right for the self-help life this is not we're not using this as a way to catalog things anymore now when you go into the self-help realm and the how-to realm books become tools of authority so in order okay. for someone to to fashion themselves as an authority in a specific industry in a specific field they write a book as a marketing tool so when mm. when you see different celebs and stuff like that unless you're doing a memoir if you see celebs or different people who are like influencers doing like a how-to book is to further solidify themselves as an authority but it's also another stream of income so yeah. it's really business focused it's not like we're writers right so we're writing a book it's because we're writers we're creatives we have stories to tell like if it sells it sells it greats but this is the book where i need to start chronicling all the shit that is in my head that the spirits the ancestors whomever whatever characters are given to me and i need to start chronicling this this shit i need to chronicle it because that's what my instructions are so books yeah. for us become it's a tool for for the collective right for those people particularly certain people who have ghostwriters this is not a tool for the collective. This is a marketing mm -hmm. tool. This is business strategy. This is passive income. This is p brand positioning. That's what it's for. So, mm. wow, not an inside to the writing <laughs> industry. Come on. <laughs> Stay tuned for more Kiki with me and Kalia. The Say It With Sex podcast is an audio experience of the Muses Lab and can be found on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Be sure to share this episode and subscribe. For early access and exclusive drops, become a member of the Muses Garden, found at www.patreon.com slash the Muses Lab. 
Your contribution helps support more exclusive and curated content, as well as the practitioners who help make the Muses Lab ecosystem possible.